hey, this is Adam. Uh, you know, just hanging out in my house, um, pretending to do law school stuff and uh, definitely not doing my readings. Uh, Richard and I, your podcast co-host, just wanted to preface this episode by letting you know that we recorded this masterpiece before the COVID-19 developments. Uh, Law schools were up and running when we sat down to talk, so don't be alarmed by our laid-back attitude. Um, With that context out of the way, enjoy the show. raises his hand and in a polite way kind of says you're wrong (laughs) after class i go i went and checked and he was right in the middle of one class i just canceled because i canceled the class is there anywhere in the charter you haven't scrolled to Welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It, a lighthearted look at life in law school. I'm Professor Richard Haig. And I'm 3L law student, Adam Lachance. Adam, how are things today? I'm um, okay, yeah. I you're just, in a suit. Yeah, I just finished People placing People don't know it. that, but you're in a suit. That's uh, unusual. You well, just, yeah. We had to switch around timings for this whole thing. Okay. So here I am. Suit and tie, I should say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and did you do your readings? Uh, <laughs> I... Did not. <laughs> I don't even know what the... Uh, you don't even know what they are, do you? It's like 40-second episode, I guess. <laughs> There's only so many ways to say I didn't do my readings. I know. I'm, I, you're, you've actually... You've, you've said it in uh, I've probably about apart. 30 different ways I've since we apart. began this thing. I'm saying anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just assign them again next time. So, What was the reading again? 50, 50 psychological myths. About what? About psychology. What do what? you mean? Fifth, fifth Myths in psychology. And what, like, what journal is it in? No, it's a book. Oh, it's a book. <laughs> oh, my God. I and I, you only had to read one myth. <laughs> you pick your myth. There's 50 of them. Okay, fine. Anyway, I'll sign that again. That but you, you have to pick a different myth than what you didn't pick the first time. <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyway. Oh, All man. right. As always, we have a guest with us who's been patiently waiting. Uh... This guest is a colleague of mine, another professor guest, uh, Professor Dan Priel. Dan, huh? Danny? How Dan, are you Danny. doing? Yeah, I, was, I grew up as Danny, but I sort of, as I got older, I guess I became Dan to, it reflects a sense of greater seriousness or something. <laughs> Taking off the N and the Y changes everything. Is that, uh, I still prefer, to be honest, friends to call me Danny. Yeah. So, oh, okay. yeah. Well, on this podcast, we're all friends, I think. That's yeah. great. So tell us a little bit about yourself, as all I ask all guests. Uh, well, I've been here in Osgood for eight or nine years now, uh, and I've been teaching tort as my main subject. Adam actually was my student. In addition to that, I've been teaching various other courses, broadly speaking, related to legal theory. Taught contract ones, but uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, so you and I are what? what the, there is a divide in law between public and private. It seems false. It's a false divide, but it exists. You teach private law, I teach public law, so we we, ca- we cover the, both bases here. I think. Right? 
Yeah, although I, as as you said, I, yeah, I kind of tell you, my students that the distinction is is a. Uh, is useful for certain purposes, but very misleading for others. Yes, so. yes. We maybe get into that. So you know the usual first question we always ask. A favorite or, yeah, memorable what? or whatever movie, <laughs> It changes TV every time. Show. Yeah, but, it, you know, it, it, the gist is a, something you really like, TV movie related to law. Okay, so since I, I'm actually a listener to your podcast and I it's knew this was impressive. coming. Oh my God, I'm shocked. Uh, I prepared uh, two answers. One is oh, sort shit. of obvious and one is less obvious. So the obvious <laughs> one is The Wire, which is not strictly about law, but about criminal justice in the US. And it's sort of, it's a very famous uh, TV show. Some say the best TV show right. ever made and so on. You think I have time to ask a man why he giving me money or where he gets his money from? I'll take any motherfucker's money if he giving it and away. You were operating the senator's car when you were detained by city police with $20,000 in cash. On advice of my attorney, I ain't gonna answer that. Y'all trying to criminate me here. Uh, I know that in some law schools in the U.S. it's used in one form or another actually to accompany criminal procedure classes or or some advanced course on criminal mm. justice or something like this because <laughs> it gives you a better sense of what uh, the criminal justice system is than, than what you'd get in the from real, the real it's side. Right. It's funny you say that because our crim intensive class, uh, the Justice uh, Rondinelli runs a class and he said a few years back, like five, five or six years back, every person when they had to do their presentation... Uh, and talk about a different area of the charter or a different issue in criminal law would always want to show a clip of the wire. That was it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I teach criminal law. Maybe I'll have to use the wire in one of my. Well, I mean, I, I mean, maybe the difference is that you know. So it's now not very new. It's from the early. I think the first season is from the early nineties, but maybe I'm getting no, no, early two thousand. Yeah, dec- yeah. So, so maybe people are now simply less familiar. Yeah, that was a good uh, idea, though. So. You should do that for your criminal law class. But I might. But yeah, yeah. And what's the, the, what's so the that, less that was obvious the, one? The, that that's was the, the easy obvious, one you said. Yeah. yeah. The less obvious one is curb your enthusiasm. So if you're looking oh. for a clip, you'll have. Oh, this will be plenty. nice. Oh, thank God. Because um, <laughs> so it's not obviously strictly about law, but there's just so many legal themes there uh, from. Uh, some one scenario that is virtually identical to a, an actual case uh, <laughs> from various comments about uh, how people kind of behave with each other, about social norms, about uh, hate crime and all kinds of stuff. They knocked on the door. They said trick or treat. Yeah, they said trick or treat. And um, and you had treats. Yeah, I was giving out candy all night, but I, I don't have to give them candy. They don't deserve candy and I don't deserve this. Bald asshole? That's a hate crime. We're a sect. We're a group. You can't call us bald assholes. I wonder what if we were gay. There would be gay asshole? That's a hate crime. But, but it says bald asshole. Yeah. It doesn't say really bald. Okay, but we consider ourselves a, a, a group of people. Sir, I'm bald. I'm not offended. Well, with all, with all due respect, Officer Burt, you are not bald, okay? You have chosen to shave your hair. That's a look that you're cultivating to be fashionable, and we don't really consider you part of the bald community, with all due respect. And I have an idea or dream that will probably never happen of you know, <laughs> curb your enthusiasm in the law seminar, oh. which every, every, every class starts with, with a, a clip uh-huh. 
from uh, a different or episode. the readings are a clip. That's and, that's and, nice. And it, it's uh, then developed to to uh, that'd be uh, a full class. Discussion. Adam yeah. might actually do his readings. I would course oh, course like that hundred <laughs> percent. Although I've I've gotten to the point where me binging Netflix, I'm like, oh my god, what a binge I did, and then I find out. I watched like an episode and a half. That's not, <laughs> that doesn't like, I'm doesn't not a very good a millennial. When does a binge begin? And uh, just apparently it's like five. It? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even get close to that, but okay. Yeah. Although it depends on, you know, <laughs> Sherlock episodes are an hour and a half each. So yeah, binging of a, five of those is, is that's a a apparently what I'm supposed to do. I, yeah. Uh, whereas, whereas Curb is, is half, half an, an hour. hour. Yeah. So it's, so. yeah, it's quick. All right, get some oh, of those good. for your criminal class too. I'm sure there's plenty in <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm and well, The Wire. There is actually. I could just, I could not have to teach a bit, one minute myself. I'll get the entire YouTube thing. Okay, what do you well, want to talk good. about? Jesus. So I know, I know. Moving on. So uh, <laughs> Danny and I talked about this beforehand. One, so I oh. I rarely have professors as guests. It's always great to have colleagues and profs as guests because yep. I feel more comfortable. I feel these less are, comfortable. These are my people. Um, but I thought we would talk. Sure. So Dan, I think Danny and I have fairly similar sensibilities. And then uh, I thought one of the things what we could talk about today is I'll use the I'll title this podcast that professors are people too. I think sometimes students they it, they don't forget that we're people, obviously, but they treat us sometimes like we're not people, or we don't have feelings, or we are uh, automatons, or you know we're just knowledge machines, and it's. And I, you know, I think it's important to stress we are humans, just like every professor. You're a puzzle not, that again, we have to solve. Not, this is not, this is not particular What makes this law. man give an A? That's what I want to know. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, Danny, what do you, you agree, though, that we're people? <laughs> that's a good starting <laughs> that's question. A, that's, yeah, let's I mean, start with the yeah. basic. Yeah. Well, most, most of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's always an exception or yeah, two. Yeah, fair enough, but. But yeah, so so that's that's definitely uh, uh, something that that perhaps students don't see as much because we walk into class, we make a kind of show, right, a kind of performance, and then we walk away, and so they they don't really know or see us at in in other capacities, and and in that class conversation or in the classroom there are certain expectations about anything from how we speak and certain words that maybe we shouldn't use uh, and how we dress um, and I don't know other jokes that we may or may not tell and things like this and and all that creates uh, an image of of the prof that is different from from what they are now i think these things kind of change maybe it's not like you know paper chase professor kingsfield style so mm-hmm. nowadays uh profs let themselves be a bit more casual uh but but it's still not exactly yeah. the same yeah right? and it's not like a, one of the things i teach in my first year public co- law course is it's judicial independence but it's all about the judicial role and i always say I, I the topic of this podcast is similar to what I talk about in that class which is judges are people too and yet that's to me true. that's not true <laughs> <laughs> well judges do everything they can to make themselves different right they're wearing robes they're up high on a dais mm-hmm. we're down low at the bottom of the lecture we're true. we often don't dress in suits or ties you don't know we how to try to I think we try to dispense with ba- some boundaries mm-hmm. but obviously there always are 
boundaries between students and professors. I mean, there's even the way you address a, a professor. So I actually, I don't know if, Adam, if you remember this, but in my very first class, I actually tell students, I have a name and you can call me by my name and that's okay. Uh, yeah. I know that other profs may have issues with that and that's perfectly fine. I'm not criticizing anyone, but, but, um, but that's maybe a way of kind of humanizing me yeah, to yeah. them. So, so I, I, do the I, same. I do that. Yeah. And so. Whereas our, my other, one of my other uh, faculty guests or professor guests was Howie Kislowitz, who's, who likes to tell, get his students to call him Professor Kislowitz. Uh, That's true. But he did that because he felt he was so young that it was a way to show that he did have some authority yeah. <laughs> over students, whereas you and I are a little older. Yeah. We'd, and Faisal uh, talked about the same thing with the performance aspect. He's like, it's like a, remember we said professors yeah. could see you uh, because he said people do ridiculous things because for some reason you think you, they can't be seen. Um, but it is the same thing because no matter how hard you try, you're always on the other side of the like that the fourth wall or whatever that is right yeah that uh it's it's always the performance is happening so you could literally be a student that comes in and does the first class if they could pull it off and we would they would automatically get ascribed that same like authority <laughs> which I'll, and i'll give you my so in my first week of school as a 1l i remember um dan danny's class was like my like you were chill like okay call me dan but then you also asked a thousand questions about torts i found out what a tort was and you asked a bunch of like open-ended questions to like make us think about what might what we might come to learn in the class basically and what questions we don't really have answers to yet and that was like mind-blowing and then in your class uh professor Hegg, you had everyone talk about themselves and something interesting about themselves. So that was like a mind blown with who are these people around me? So uh, the whole, we have no time to get level with you guys <laughs> <laughs> in those moments. I was like shock and awe shock for that first little bit. But over time you do start to uh, get to know professors depending who you are. Right. Um, small seminar classes are one way. And another way would be any kind of research assistantship. Or if you just go and talk to, because I don't know what the proportion of students is that, that does that do this but some people just go and talk to their professors quite often yeah which is uh i mean i typically like that i, I find students uh, there's so many students that don't come and talk to you and i think they should sometimes but it's nice to, i keep my door open someone has to get c's <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> but on the topic of being like i i i am very human i can be hurt by students i don't think students realize that that's one thing that i have you we were gonna, have you been hurt by students well yeah evaluations can be oh, yeah. quite cutting without any constructive feedback i just get negative feedback i don't mind negative feedback but tell me how to fix that don't just tell me i'm an idiot <laughs> yeah have you ever been shamed in class by students that would be uh, traumatizing anyway danny your experience <laughs> so <laughs> I, i'm well shamed in class not quite but i remember one year where i say something and then the student kind of raises his hand an assuming way and in a polite way kind of says you're wrong <laughs> yeah and i tried to answer and said what i said and then after class i go i went and checked and he was right oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i started the next class with that and i i kind of did it in a in a funny way so so 
there was a way of, of kind of making it into a bit of a joke. So I think it went well. Uh, and did, so, you, you, did you admit you yeah, were wrong? Yeah, I the next, yeah. next day. Yeah. Yeah. So, so That's was, all you can do. Um, so that makes that humanizes you. Yeah, 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 yeah and, say, and, yeah. and so so that was uh, in a way uh, making a mistakes is big too because you have to. If you never make mistakes, you never become human. Because I, when I go to John McCamus's class, I don't know <laughs> what's going on most of the time because he seems he doesn't look at anything, right? He just lectures from the heart. Oh, he's not looking uh, at because he's book? been here. I don't know. He's done it for so long. He's such a natural, right? Um, and when he's like talking about things, he talks about, it feels like there's such authority behind him that I would almost prefer if he, you know, stumbled more so I could be, so I could see that, you know, this is an attainable level of knowledge of contract law, but I, maybe it just isn't. <laughs> well, either that or he's pulled the wool over everybody's eyes. That's, I don't know. How would I know? <laughs> well, there's a certain, uh. Gravitas that he has. There is. There I think is. As you get older. And that, this is at every school, I'm sure. But notice, and maybe it's that, he comes to class with a suit and tie. And so. Yes. Right? So. Yes. Good point. So maybe if, and, and again, no criticism there. Maybe that's if, if we're complaining about the, <laughs> the lack, the of, lack gravitas. of gravitas that we, we have, is it's because we don't come <laughs> wearing a suit and tie to class. It's so. possible. I'll never know <laughs> the truth on that because <laughs> I'm never going to come in a suit and tie. Uh, but that, well, you should try judge, it. Let's do an that's experiment. That's why judges wear robes. There's Let's no question. Come right? next couple weeks, just wear a suit and tie, and we'll and then report back. And report back. Yeah. On the podcast, or wear something ridiculous, like a toga. Yeah, and see I, if that I, impacts I, things. There was an old prof here, do the Socratic Ruben method, Ruben Hassan, who used to say, "I don't care what you teach in, you can teach in a toga. It makes no difference to me." But I'm not really tried to teach in a toga yet. Anyway. Have you asked the current administration <laughs> if that's appropriate? <laughs> <laughs> academic freedom they don't listen they have their own podcast yeah although here's the thing even we have limits i would not come wearing shorts right so so right we do have limits so uh oh oh here's a question do you ever forget that students are people too <laughs> like how about in the middle of exam marking you're about halfway through you've read piles and piles of the amazing legal argument <laughs> And do you, is there ever a moment where you have to remind yourself that these are humans as well? I'd like to think that I don't forget that. I mean, you know, ultimately it's not for me to judge, but, but what, that they're uh, so, not so, for, so, so for example, I, I, so, so, yeah, <laughs> I don't forget that I don't forget. Uh, yeah. 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 So I, <laughs> I, um, write comments on, on an exam. Um, in part, it's because, especially for first year, first semester courses, students come to actually see their exams, unlike the upper year students who don't care. Um, <laughs> and and it's also and then it helps me to have some comments so I can kind of remind myself because after two months, the seventy five exams become one big blur. Yep. Um, and then sometimes you do get frustrated, and so then it's tempting to write something cutting, but. I refrain. don't. You always temper yourself. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, You're I... So level-headed. No, that, I would no, rip them apart that. on that. <laughs> you have to do that. <laughs> have you ever been hurt by a student? You know, or, or felt agreed? In an exam? No, 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 no. Just in general, in teaching. Well, I've had other experience with students in exams, I should say. Sometimes they wrote comments that were kind of... Uh, 
unusual. Right uh, in the exam? Yeah. Oh. But, I mean, not in a bad way. Not, yeah. Nothing offensive. Sometimes nice, but I... So sometimes students write at the end, um, thanks, thanks oh, for a great thanks for class teaching. or something. Yeah. And I actually don't like it. Yeah. I mean, because... I, I often kind of look to the end when I just take the exam out, so I'll see it before I start marking. And it's difficult to avoid the the fact that, you know, when when you're flattered in some way that maybe it will affect you, you in, yeah. in, in some semi conscious way. So, so you it, it will not C straight up. Yeah, it will not try D. to C to a to a B, but it may <laughs> yeah. on no, the you're right. line, it would it would it, without you knowing potentially impact. So then you gotta be careful. Yeah, uh, but but oh, I've I've had so sometimes you know again to to make exams a bit more interesting to me, sometimes make a little in jokes in them or references to popular culture and stuff, and sometimes students appreciate this and write kind of comments about this, which yeah. is fine, you know, if the do that. the tedium of <laughs> of of the fifty seventh exam is can be somewhat slightly. That's my whole strategy for exams. Relieved. Actually, is hope I don't know the content, but. If I can just break you out of the the boredom that you're in in that moment, maybe oh, it'll it'll you boost know you're me ma- you're making stuff. <laughs> you know that the administration at every law school, not just Osgood, but every will is very clear in their instructions to students to not put anything in an exam that will reveal who they are. Yeah, it's not reveal no. it unless you know no. me as my witty. Hilarious I can tell. I would self. tell you any. I could tell you. No, no, you would just think it's an imposter <laughs> trying, to, trying to be as funny as me. But, but, <laughs> I once. I sorry. I, I once had to return an exam, but uh, student affairs because I said this. This I know who this student is because they've deliberately written something that. Oh no. Tells me who they are, and so they. I guess they were hauled up before the administration. Oh no, that's and, crazy. Yeah, that's now, rare though. That's in that. There there have been times that I managed to guess, but I I didn't Mm. do it. But uh, yeah, I mean, there is maybe now, maybe I don't know how much editing of this you do, so I'll say it, but maybe it won't make the final cut. But uh, it won't. won't. But my my (laughs) my section my section from last semester, where I generally quite liked, they kind of hurt me in the very last class. So they had an exam with Richard just before my very first class. That'll, so th- that'll get very last close class. to the edge. You're close yeah. to the edge. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so <laughs> they were all there. Yeah. For my, they were there for, for my the exam. exam. Mm-hmm. And then my last class comes, and it's the last class. And maybe half of them, if not less, yeah. showed up, which was l- much less than the usual attendance. And, and I think this was actually their very last class for the semester. Uh, so maybe they were kind of, you know, combining, I'm tired from the exam and I should start and, or I should start studying for the next one. Whereas Tort was the very last exam. Yes. So that was future kind of future, distant yeah. future, 10 days into the future. Yeah. But, um, and that, that kind of, I have to say annoyed me because I thought, okay, this is our very last class. This is my chance to say goodbye to you. We're not, I mean, we'll see each other in the kind of. And the podcast later, and the podcast. Of course. <laughs> well, now they're hearing it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have the solution. They're all going to come to you and apologize. Yeah, and easy. then and then um, they, they they just you know maybe thirty out of seventy five come to class. I thought that's not. You nice. wrote down their student numbers. Part of that is <laughs> the, <laughs> part of that you can blame me for, but it not is all of that. I can see the politics building. I see the anger. Um, okay. The next time, all you do is you say you send an email out the night before your last class, and you say. 
uh, I don't know what's going on with the recording system, but it doesn't seem like <laughs> it's going to work. So I just want to let you guys know in advance mm-hmm. and then it'll be full class. Well, that's, that's part of the problem, isn't it? Yeah. The recording. Yeah. Uh, that's a whole nother topic for another day. Hey, this is coming from the person advocating for more recording of the classes so <laughs> we but were I get ta- it it's we were talking before and what, what might be more recording than already exists just what? recordings that actually function oh that are operational oh. if you're gonna do it do it right that's my <laughs> well, thing well yeah that's a whole nother that's, <laughs> again I, th- I, th- I don't know if that's particular to Osgood or if other law schools no it is that, it is it's only Osgood um, so I, I we were talking about this beforehand Danny and I before this podcast but I I've in the middle of one class I just cancelled because you I was canceled kind the of class? upset by the, my students' behavior. Really? Well, I, as a group or so, as one student? So it was when I was teaching in Australia, and I th- it was just the first class back after reading week. So I think what happened, they were all just all, everybody in this class of 70 or so, mm-hmm. they're all talking, probably reminiscing about what they did during reading week. And I, I asked them on three separate occasions, can we please be quiet? I'm, I'm lecturing. Started, and, I, yeah. and then I warned them. I said, if, if you don't shut up, I'm going to cancel the rest of class and they did not shut up and so I said <laughs> stormed out I told I said I warned you I'm I'm leaving and I walked out oh snap uh, so, so this happened to me as a student. <laughs> First, really? student. Yeah, that's funny. Essentially the same thing. A prof saying you're talking too much if, if you don't shut up I'm going to leave yeah. and eventually he did leave. But then actually this is this is the interesting twist it is that the wisdom that comes from now being on the other side, that I, years later, I thought, you know, maybe it wasn't really the only thing that made him leave. And that's the aspect, of, and I'm not saying this is how no, it was for I you, know. Richard, but, but the aspect of profs are human too, since that, yeah, the trigger was, was, was that, that the noise in the class or whatever, but, but maybe there was something that, Here's one, and this is pure speculation. Oh, that, he had to that, poop really bad. Yeah, yeah. that. Oh, okay. uh, well, no, but, but let's Please say. Edit that out. That's the, let, let's say that for whatever personal reason, he didn't feel like he was well prepared for that yeah. class. Didn't and want then, to teach. And didn't want to teach. And then you're kind of almost looking for an excuse. Uh, because, to be honest, we were kind of talking before and after, so so maybe a little bit less after, but but I don't know. So, so now Does maybe, that happen sometimes? You're just not prepared to teach? <laughs> it shouldn't. But it, it can it happen. No, but, yeah. I, and right, I, to teach, I, to but I think you're right. They're, they're, I, teaching's a bit like, perform, it is performance. The show must go on. Sometimes you have to stand up there and teach when you really don't want to. Fair that's, enough. I, I will admit, again, that's it's part like a of job, being human. It job. is a job. And so I can understand, maybe, you know, you, you wouldn't just cancel for nothing, but if there's a trigger that allows you to cancel, yeah. you might want to. I've never done it. That wasn't the reason I did it. I, I how, many, really, how much time, like, per class hour do you have to get ready for a class? Like, I know it depends on if you've taught it a lot and yeah, stuff like that, but... They what did did they ever tell you when you first started teaching what your ratio of prep to oh I, that's, I was that's told true. it would be three to one so in other words for every over hour or teaching, underestimate oh uh, so so that would mean for a two two hour class six hours six hours yeah I would say that definitely in the beginning that's a it was under as an underestimate it was probably five to oh one. really it's it's yeah five I mean if one. if you take your job seriously yeah, yeah. it's a long it's more than that uh yeah. I mean look in makes the, sense in the first year. There's assuming you use PowerPoint. There's just even just 
prepping the slides. But I can tell you that I kept changing my, my slides almost every year, even even this year when it's like the fifth, sixth You had a lot in your slides. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's, yeah. it keeps changing yeah. uh, because every time I kind of look at them and say, actually, you know, remove, reordering this would make more sense. And maybe I made a mistake, but, but that's, so there's you that. Can make them better. But, but yeah. actually it's also, you know, it's even the details of, of, of cases. So I, if there's a case that I kind of know what the story is, I'm, that's one level of knowing. And if you now ask me about it, yeah. I could talk, but, but for me, there's a sense, what if one of the supposedly 70 students who read everything for class uh, would ask me about a small detail that appeared on, you know, the fourth line on the page 57 or something. Yeah. Uh, and, and I wouldn't know it because I didn't read the, the case just last night. So, um, so I have this sense that I yeah. need to reread the cases even though I know what they are. And so that's, uh, so I, I wouldn't say that. You reread the cases? Holy man. At some level, yes. I can never do it. Not, not, not. <laughs> so I didn't even read them case, once. Oh, <laughs> yes, you're just making that up. You're, you're playing a role on this podcast. Exactly, I got you. I'm outnumbered. I'm outnumbered. Uh, but no, I think that, that it's so true that, you know, there's a lot of preparation. I think the, the, the idea is you have to over prepare because you never know what somebody may ask you. And That's so good I think over yeah. time you realize, okay, I know I've, I think after about five years, there's very few questions I've received that are that floor me. Mm-hmm. But there's always new questions. They may not floor me the way. They Is there anywhere to, in the charter you haven't scrolled to? Hague <laughs> <laughs> hey, scrolls too much in the charter. That was one of my one of the comments <laughs> I get. So don't forget, I did have this one time, right? That I told you that the student caught me. So it yeah. it, it, it was not kind of a huge issue yeah. that. Oh, he doesn't understand tort law, but but it was something that caught me, and, and that sort of it's always again. It's so you there. don't that's want that makes, to, you don't want that to happen too, right? again, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah that's enough, part of the. I did have a question because this is the profs are people too. Do you have something that you could share about yourself that would that no you one else knows that other people wouldn't <laughs> that people wouldn't know already? No. But I mean, so in my case, it's actually something that my students know, which is my. But I probably don't. No, you do. Oh. Okay. It's my passion for music and the way I incorporate this into I've my... I've never heard of this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I try uh, to kind of share this with my students. In fact, I have a kind of... this. Okay, this is something that students may not know, although some might have heard me talk about this. It's my kind of dream of having a, some kind of music appreciation class or something. So not, you know, not music theory or anything. But, and not but for credit. But not, like yeah, a, not like for a, credit. So yeah. it's not a course. But, okay. but a time when students club, maybe come and, and have a chance to listen to music that I suspect they will not know. So that's the aim, um, and and this way maybe I can kind of make them like your music. That's if you want to put this way, that's fine. <laughs> no, but yeah, make them like their own music. Uh, yeah. So I, it, I actually had a pitch for this. So 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 even though so in in my tort law class I expose them to quite a lot of sort of rock and pop music. Yeah. But my thinking was to have a music appreciation one for classical music, which is also kind of music that I listen to quite a bit, and that I think most people, 
of your age say don't know much about. Yeah. And the thinking was, so my pitch for this was, well, in 10 years time, you're all going to be partners in, in Bay Street firms and, and that will require you to go to classical music concerts as part of your role. Oh yeah, so, uh, So why don't you uh, have this, this course Train, or whatever you call it, call it, so yeah. that you, when you actually have to do it, you will enjoy it. Yeah, so, it's so this that's course where you, you do the dining practice and you listen to the classical the, music. Yeah, it's all part of the same. It's, I can't it's remember finishing what that's school. <laughs> yeah, finishing yeah. school. I mean, and I heard that in, in <laughs> business school, they have um, some places offer golf course because golf courses because, you know, golfing part of is part a, of business. Yeah. Oh, you need, you need, to, need be able to be able to, do to do play it. golf. So, Interesting. Isn't that ridiculous? So, okay. So I'll get a classical music recommendation off you then. Would it? Do you, can you make a recommendation that oh, I could put that, in the in That would be too list? difficult because there's too much. Oh. But, but, <laughs> but... Um, Just start out. Okay, so because I think both uh, both Richard and I are big fans of, of, of one uh, composer called Mahler. And so whoever wants to... To talk about him, uh, right. they're Remember, welcome. If you're to coming to Osgood, look up Mahler and then, and then come M A H L E R. There we go. And then come to and when you Danny's have office hours. You can go and say, yeah. I, I love his Symphony Number no. Six. Exactly. Or like and that. that would be impressed. Reap the impressed. rewards. All right. All right. Oh, cool. Hold on. Before oh. we go, though, I want one from you. One Richard. Unknown fact. Well, so. Danny's fact was unknown to a lot of people, but it yeah. was not unknown to his students. Can I go with the same? That's thing? oh my god, you guys, you're <laughs> killing me over here. All right, I run could a show. do music too, though. By the way, but I won't. I'll do something different. I'm also I, I am a avid cyclist, and I've always wanted to go cycling with students, and I've never yet done it. So have you, have you asked any students to go cycling no, with I, you? No, I expect them to come to me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Have you done any like... Because I know there are avid cyclists. Yeah. Have you done any like routes body. that are legendary or anything yes, like that? Yes, I have. I've done but, some big mountains in Europe. Those legendary. Like that's... Vontu would be Von the most okay. legendary. Well, there we go. Now we know. So Look some, at that. Someday. Professors thing, may you, be you, humans or well-programmed AIs. You eked out of us too, uh, really things that i wanted to keep hidden yeah and i'm I sure know. danny wanted to keep his music yeah. appreciation yeah. I no the most. music i was okay with like <laughs> telling them about 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 rock but rock music and stuff yeah. like that but, but classical is kind of classical is a, a little geeky, bit right it's yeah, geekier yeah, yeah. But, hey, gotta, the profs are geeky too and they're so are the students that's how we're gonna end this. yeah okay yeah, profs are geeky and human too thank Aww, you so danny cute. very much thank you richard thank oh, you yeah. thanks for coming on good to see you 